You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Kels Charles and Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Hey, I'm not sad yet. Yet is the keyword. It's it's Monday, and I'm not sad yet. Yeah, you know, honestly, it's a rude awakening from last week because, well, actually, is it rude? Because it's pretty rude. It is rude. <laughs> it is rude. Today has been a rude day. Like I have felt like it was. I don't even know what day it feels like. Honestly, it it felt like we had the, this Monday off, and then it, it was rude to wake up and realize that I had to work today too. Is, on top of it all, is today even real? Is the actual question. But it is game day. Game day, and it's also. Fan Monday! Gang, gang, we got one in the flesh! Um, we literally trapped one of yous off the internet and we're like, hey, remember we said come on our show? We meant actually come to our house and come on the show. Yeah, hop on a plane. Fly here and make an appearance to the studio, the GTV studio. Greg Ritter, is it everything you dreamed of and more? You may know him as Critty, though. It, we, we say Critty more than Greg. I yeah. can confirm that I have been trapped. I can <laughs> confirm. This is not a cry for help, although it is. <laughs> There's nothing that anyone can do about it, so just sit back and enjoy the ride, yeah. Greg. Or it's don't sit. You're not allowed to sit. Game day, baby. <laughs> it's game day, baby. Um, so since it is Monday Night Football, we're bringing you guys Fan Fridays on Fan Monday because what else will we be talking about today since we've literally already talked about all the storylines 10 days over and over again? Yeah, we had a seasoned professional, uh, Mr. Venerable, help us out with the ins and outs of the Cardinals offense, defense, whatever it may be. And now Uh, we're done with that. Yeah, so don't care about them anymore. We're done talking about how they might beat us. We're going to talk about how we are definitely going to win this game this evening. Well, I'm going to stay on the side of us. I think we're going to lose because I've been saying I think we're going to win, so therefore I'm um, I'm using some juju here. Oh. Reverse juju. Is that how that works? It is now. The, the, how, is it ug-ug now since it's reversed? Is that lame? Just go ahead and say yes. Uh, isn't it spelled with a J? <laughs> <laughs> um, Greg, this is how this happens. This is how this happens. I'm watching the magic. <laughs> it's a lot of like... Just throw-ish out into the wind, and we look at each other every other once in a while, we're like, are we rolling with that? We're rolling with that. <laughs> that stays in the show. Steven! One take, Jake. Steven. Steven, cut that. Um, so, Greg, we've been talking all this week about what we thought about this game. Obviously, uh, Kyler Murray has let, let yet. I need coffee. I don't drink coffee, but apparently I need it. He has yet to lose an AT&T Stadium. Um, we're not fully convinced that that streak's going to end tonight. Are you? There is a first time. For absolutely everything. Yes. Including Kyler Murray to lose at AT&T Stadium. Okay. Let's go. Uh, so you feel good about this then? 
I did not say that. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm not going to lie. You're just manifesting it. Yes. Okay. Fake it till you make it. The more we say it, the more it's going to happen. Are we going like full like Stephen A. Smith so we say things that we don't really believe, but we're saying them anyways? No, because I'm not going to be rude. No, yeah. There's, There's no connotation behind it. It's only good things. Except for I will say, Kyler Murray, graduate of Allen High School, I don't like them. Yeah. Go Plano. What is what are the Allen? What are they? They're the Eagles. Well, we hate the Eagles. So exactly. Obviously. I flew over that stadium coming in. It's you. I saw the Allen Eagles stadium and had no it's idea what it was. Quite large. You know, I was unaware. It was brought to you by Plano's moolah. Tax dollars. Yeah. So you're welcome, Kyler. Okay. Yeah. The the house that Megan made you. Yeah. It was all me. <laughs> Um, I really didn't know they were the Eagles. That makes me hate them even more. Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's perfect. It's yeah. very fitting. For literally never. Literally never. Literally never. We dislike them to our core. Yeah. Um, so, we don't feel super great, but we are trying to feel great. I have to say, um, Andy Dalton's post today, when he was like, let's go, I was like, am I hype on this? I don't think I can go. How did you feel? Were you? Were, were, Did it hype you up? You I like feel the red everyone rifle. Everyone should know the love I have for Rain Dakota Prescott. Yes, when yeah, yeah. I say this, but this is Andy's team now, for the time being. It's How true. Is that? God willing, it's only this season, but it is Andy's team currently. Mm-hmm. So. You, so it did hype me up. Yeah, it did. I, are you? How are you feeling about Andy's capabilities behind this line? I say line, line with a question mark. The question mark. <laughs> I would feel a lot better if he did have a line. Big facts. Because I think the weapons around him are enough with his talent level. What he does bring to the table, he's surrounded. Yes. But if he doesn't have time to find the receiver that he would like to throw the ball to, that's not going to matter much. Well, so I feel like Rain Dakota has had a favorite like wide receiver some it, it changes a little bit. It, he got a little frisky with CD for a little bit. That was that was new. And it said, but like I feel like he likes to target the tight end and um, you know the Schultz. silent killer in uh, uh, Amari Cooper. Who do you think <laughs> that the red rifle is targeting most? Who do you I mean, think? If the, the end of that game with? is any indication, it is Michael Gallup. Oh. Time to ride, MG. <laughs> that actually like that should be. He really, Michael Gallup is the perfect cowboy, if you think about it. His name even fits. Yeah. Like, it's he, on brand. It's on he, theme. It was truly destined to be. I have been affectionately referring to him as the Gallopino Popper since he was drafted. So, <laughs> Wait, that what? With the Gallopino Popper. That's amazing. I, you've never said this to me. We're angry. <laughs> Well, You've been hiding this gem from us this whole time? Now you're really being held hostage. Yeah. What more secrets can we juice out of him? Yeah, what other nicknames do you have? Oh, so, I mean... Let's go. The, the, the traditional coop, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, gold jacket wit. Well, generally... The, the best is when um, he posts videos of his daughter saying coop. That will, If that doesn't get you hype, I don't know what will. Yeah, she's, a, she's an incredible human being. Yeah. Um, I like to say generally speaking. Mm, I like yeah. to do that. I, yeah. I do that sometimes. I enjoy that. I don't like the, the connotations of the nickname, but yeah, I do like fair. it. Fair. What else? What other ones do you have? I don't know if you can top Galapeno Popper, so. <laughs> Honestly, that is impressive. I called him Galley because, like, 
my whole shtick is to just yell in all caps, like the person's last name. Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. like... I, I enjoy in all caps. Sometimes uh, it's all I can muster in the moment. I mean, it's usually my reaction, like, out loud is my reaction on Twitter, so... There, it is definitely it's a, lot of yelling. a yeah. direct stream of your consciousness. I do yeah. enjoy screaming Ezekiel is a grown-ass man every time <laughs> he breaks a tackle. Yeah, I like, enjoy that as well. And, like and it is true. He becomes Ezekiel to me. Yeah. Yeah. The moment he, he goes from wonderful. Zeke to Ezekiel. Yes. Yes. It happens. A transformation occurs. Yeah, for Gallup, I just say Gallup into the end zone. That's just, you know. It's perfect. But it's kind of boring. But Gallup and you popper. Yeah, and then, of course, coming from that, my buddy will text me, popping off. Oh, you know? yes. Oh. So it's, all, it's a thing. Okay. So, uh, official, should we officially brand him Gallup and you popper? Yeah. I think so. It happened. It is a thing. Wow. Yep. You know what? That was fantastic. The value that you add to this conversation is already. I was sure I had none. Well, I'm. <laughs> Everyone is, <laughs> but yet here we are, <laughs> and we're still going. Um, so Michael Gallup is your guy to watch this evening. I kind of been with you though, Greg. I feel like I, you know, listen. Andy Dalton is very fully capable of of doing the thing. Do I think he's going to be stellar? No, but I think it's pretty hard to mess up when you have. The weapons that you do again assuming that he has the time and assuming our defense doesn't make him score a thousand points well and for me it's assuming which i do that this coaching staff is able to pivot and work with what they have that's something i don't think we've seen in a long time and i believe mccarthy can do uh more than i believed in the the past staff what do you what specifically so they have a deficiency at line instead of pretending that they don't right you know and just doing what we do and banging our head against the brick wall till we break through we can game plan specifically for the situation and our opponent yep and and attack them that way versus just being like well you know we're a 90s power running football team and even though we don't have the line to do that right now we're gonna do it, gonna do it anyway that's fair no i uh, i'm with you i mean i i do believe that i think they're capable of it I think there were times when they made some like personnel decisions that I was very confused with. And again, like we'll we'll talk about the Terrence Steele thing till we're blue in the face. And like this is genuinely not a knock against him because at the end of the day, he is what he is. He's an undrafted free agent from Texas Tech. Who again, he wasn't drafted, you guys. And then we're throwing him out there as a starter. And I'm like, what what do you expect? And I, at some point or another, I think I talked about this on one of the shows at one point. And at what point? Does it become detrimental to them mentally as an athlete to put them in positions to fail? Because I totally think it's great to sit there and be like, I have full confidence in this guy. We're rolling with him. It's kind of like the whole thing with Pollard where they're like, we're, he's our guy. We're rolling with Pollard. And I'm like, that's awesome. Until like he's proven to you that he's not ready and that he's going to get pummel, pummeled and demolished. And then he starts to not believe he can do it himself. Right. And then it became, you, we all know sports is a very mental thing. So set them up for success. Like you said, pivot game plan, and then I'm on board. But like this whole concept of just, well, we're rolling with the guys we got, we feel good about them. I'm like, do you though? Because if you're watching the same game I am, you can't feel good about that. Well, yeah, and I think it speaks, honestly, it pivots to a different player. It speaks volumes to me about what they think they have in McGovern. Because if they thought they had something in Connor McGovern, then you could kick Zach out to right tackle, and you wouldn't have to put Steele out there. Sure. And no matter what they say, oh, he's coming along and there's this, that, or the third, there's something there. 
where yeah. there's smoke, there's fire. There's something. He, they have line problems. They have this. What, what was he a second round pick? Right. They have this guy, and he's not seeing the field. There has to be a reason that they don't think of him the same way that I do, because I'm ready to see him. Yeah, I honestly really. That's true. You can shuffle the if you're trying to shuffle the line to get the five best guys on the field, which is what they always talk about. I don't think that. I'd be disappointed if Terrence Steele was one of the five best guys right now. Right. That's a great question, Greg. That's a great point. Because, yeah, like, you're right. And, I mean, we've even talked about, like, does it make sense to be pushing guys out like a Connor Williams who's played tackle before? Like, would it make sense to have him move out to your tackle position? Um, Zach looked great. I know you don't want to move an all-pro around. Brandon Knight looks great. I'm happy with that. I can I can get down with that. But I we just... solved the problem. Listen up, Mike. Mike, we got you. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> um, I it just for me, it's been very disheartening to be having these types of conversations. I'm still not over the fact that I'm having conversations about our O line. That's to me at my at its at its core what makes me sad the most. Like how how do we get here? Injuries. Strengths become weaknesses. It's so Life sad. Life goes fast. It's it so really sad. does. And it's like, oh, if you think about it, like, how do you keep up with it? Because like we've been we we drafted these guys, obviously, like in my time, like with the team, like Zach and and Travis, and and you know, you're like, oh, well, we're prioritizing the line, and then you feel like you need help on the defensive side of things. But now when we're like so desperate on the defense, it's like, so we do, do we need to draft defense? Like we need to draft defense, right? Well, then now our O-line is, like, hurting. And I'm like, what? How, can we, how can we get more picks? Well, like, how, how many, how, whose soul do we have to trade away Mine. to get four fourth first-round picks? Greg volunteers. I volunteer my soul. I just feel like For the benefit of the organization. Surely Jerry and Steven can find a way. And still, we maintain, under, we're underneath the salary cap. We can pay someone in Monopoly money. Like, Dak gets paid in Monopoly money. We'll put IOU, like, it's fine. We play as if the salary cap is real and every, well, not every, but a lot of organizations are just like, sign them and we'll find the money. And they continuously do it. And then we rummage through the bargain bin and find somebody that nobody else wanted. One day, I'm going to... And then they don't work out. Like, what was what was that? Cedric Thornton? We signed him to a three-year oh, deal. Lord. And he played, like, two games and was cut. Lord. That was supposed to be, like, a... Look at this. We fixed the line. We've had some Cedrics on our team. Big Ced. Oh, no. no we, like, we like Big Ced. How, how dare you? Big C's. I think of Caesar Rayford all the time. How long has it been since you heard that name? Does he live rent-free in your brain? Maybe. <laughs> There's a lot of people who live rent-free in my brain, let's be honest. Well. Especially when I'm unmedicated. There's a lot of weird <laughs> Lord, Lord knows. Well, okay. So, yes, the O-line is worrisome. But when you think about it, when you think about it, when you want to be optimistic about it, well, I have to. which is which I tried to do. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I guess, this is the least bad I've felt about a quarterback going down. Oh. Like we've had to deal with Romo being out in the past, and yes. we've had no real answer for it. Like Pure someone, attitude. someone that could come in for a few plays, but you ask him to carry games and that's just not going to happen. Well, you had Whedon, you had Kyle Orton. I'm sorry. I blocked Whedon? out the entire 2015 Whedon season. is more than sufficient than some of these backups. You, what do you want? AJ McCarron? Like, 
Okay, Let's well, the last time <laughs> the last quick. time Whedon was in, we lost to the Cardinals. I'm not thinking about that. I'm not saying that they're starters, but are, we've had right, a I'm decent saying, backup situation. What I'm saying is this is not a decent backup situation. It's a great backup situation. It is. I do feel like, though, again, the Cowboys have put themselves in situations before with whether or not we – it's also hindsight 2020 because, let's be honest, Andy Dalton did not do well at the end of his time. So, like, it could be technically – our backups have been starters in the league, and I think that's an ideal place to be. And I'm, I'm very happy that this Cowboys front office went out and picked up Andy Dalton, at least for this year. I think it was a smart move on many people's part. And, yeah, like, I, I don't feel like our season is completely doomed. Right. At this all. is not a 2015 vibe at all. Nope. No. You know, this, this new staff has prioritized a lot of things that the old one didn't, right? We all know that the safety position is still completely unaddressed, but they did address backup quarterback. We which, don't care about that position on our team. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, they didn't. They didn't care about that. They didn't care about backup quarterback. They didn't really care about defensive tackle. And now we've seen a, a decent shift already in two of those. The, the line hasn't worked out, but McCoy went down before he got to play. Sure. Yeah. Um, so they're doing things differently. If they address the safety position this offseason, then you know they'll have done, it'll come full yeah. circle. Just bring Jeff Heath back. I, I, you know I'm here for that. Um, my point in saying any of that about Dalton is just the fact that he was on such a bad team and he was still considered a good quarterback with nothing. Agreed. So he has something. Yeah, people, recency bias, right? Like he, yeah. quote unquote, stunk his way out of Cincy, but he was a good quarterback in the league. Yeah. He, for, for a number of years, he was a decent to above average quarterback. Right. With a really bad team. Right. With what, like one or two targets. Right. And no other help. No online. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. And he did have a good defense, which he does not now, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. I'm just, you know, trying to find a little nugget of positivity. Yeah, I think that... Um, it's what I'm living for these days. I the thing I think you can you're gonna need to hold on to that. Might have nuggets for lunch. Who I knows? Might have some spicy nugs for lunch. <laughs> I don't know where I'm gonna get those, but I will hope you hold on to that nugget of positivity as you watch DeAndre Hopkins light up our secondary. So I'm just gonna go ahead and put that out there. If y'all thought you saw some busted coverages, I, I mean, listen. Hopefully they had their Wheaties. Hopefully they had, you know, smelling salts. Like whatever they need back there like Smuckers on Crustables, like whatever those guys need, give it to them because they're going to need it today when Hop is just back there making them look foolish. And I, I'm sorry, it's going to happen. I literally woke up yeah. thinking about him spinning his way down the field like he did in the overtime. That was the first thing I thought it was that gif. It's just, it's just not going to be ideal in that regard, I have to say. No. Um, and no, he's good at football. Yeah, <laughs> just he's just a little okay at football. He's a little okay at football. He's fine. He's good at those things. I'm, I'm, overall, I'm struggling to be super optimistic. Maybe it's the weather today. Maybe it's the fact that our quarterback went down. That might be a thing. But I just, in general, feel kind of just. I'm. It's. It feels impending. Dread. For Monday night. Well. Happy Monday, y'all. It's a very Monday day. They did hang with Seattle. 
right? That's a great offense in the league. Mm, this Arizona team coming to town does not have the best offense they've faced. So the defense <clears throat> is going to be what the defense is, and it's can the Red Rifle hang? Kenny Red Hang, Rifle. The best nickname in all sports. So what are your keys? Let's go ahead. Keys to winning the game today. Let's assume Let's assume we're playing, you know, eternal optimist. Ignore me for a minute, and I'll play along myself. If this Cowboys team can get a dub tonight, what does that take? It takes Besides a miracle. I'm kidding. Andy Dalton. That, that's giving the, the Cardinals way too much credit. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, Cliff. You're good, but like... We're very we're very down on our team, but this is not a great football team coming to town either. Like, I'm not going to be sitting there, like, with my rosary. Like, I'm not that worried. Not that I have one anyways. <laughs> I think to answer your question, it's got to be that the offense hangs. Because the defense is going to give up points. They are going to score points. That is going to be the game that we watch for the rest of the year, and it's can... Can Andy get it done? Do you run Zeke more? I think it depends on the flow of the game. If they do their typical, we're down 21 points before you get back from your first beer. Well, let's assume that's not happening. Yeah, that will never happen. Yeah. Um, Each game so far. Seriously. (laughs) It hurts. (laughs) Just don't turn it on until the fourth quarter. (laughs) How sad, though. It literally, I, very smart people have been saying, and like media folk, were not that long ago, you guys, calling the Cowboys, this Cowboys team, Super Bowl contenders. And now we're like, the Cardinals, though. I mean, the Cardinals are nothing to, like... No, you're not wrong. They kind of are. But they're not... We can sneeze at them. But we can't afford to sneeze at anybody, so... Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) But most other teams could, could. Anyways, we won't focus on the fact that, like, we're here and not there. But that's okay. This is where we started. This is where we are. Is that the meme? Yeah. That's how I feel right now. Um, what about you, Meg? Um, well, I'm going to be watching Galapeno Popper. I mean, um, <laughs> again, just like trying to keep up with, uh, our, like you said, our secondary is going to get gashed. Like they're going to, they're going to have a couple drives where it just looks impossibly easy. Just so we're abundantly clear though, as much as our secondary. Hey, Diggs could turn up today. Let's go. Is exactly where I was going. Wow. We do share a brain. <laughs> my, my Lord. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> I, when I say this, and this is my my dear friend who um, is sitting on my couch right now, David Hellman, has said this before. Um, it's going to get worse before it gets better with Diggs, but that doesn't mean we don't love him. So Facts. I just feel like at the end of the day, I totally think that the secondary is going to get rocked. But today could be his day. That does not mean that we're going to start cutting Trayvon Diggs, okay, you guys? Just so we're abundantly clear. Like, he's a child. Are people saying that? Because I don't know. Listen, let me pray that they're not. I I haven't seen it, so. I'll pray for them if they are. (laughs) Cowboys fans could be a very um, fickle fickle breed. And so, like, the moment people start doing, they're terrible. And I'm like, Terrence Steele, that experiment needed to end the moment before it, even before it began. But that doesn't mean that he's hopeless. It just means that he's not there yet. He so. hasn't been a complete and total liability, no. a la Chaz Green. That is not <laughs> something that's happened. We didn't make him Adrian Claiborne. <laughs> like, he didn't make him $300,000 or whatever the sack bonus was in one God, game. I forgot about that. Yeah, I believe he hit his sack bonus you know what with I would just do? the sacks in that yep. game. I would walk up to Chaz Green after that game and shake his hand. I'd be like, I love, thank you. It's been great. It's a great doing business with you. Do you want to do a jersey swap? It's been great doing business with you, my friend. Just buy him a car. 
Yeah. Yep. Okay. Listen, like it's the least you could do. He's like, just so you can drive away, because that's where they're gonna put you. Yeah. He became the eternal ire of an entire fan base, the largest one in the sport. That was a lot. Yeah. Um, I think my keys for tonight are, yeah, I mean, just this offense. I do have a lot of faith in in Dalton's capabilities. I do feel like he's gonna come in and he can be. He can be even more than a bus driver. I do feel pretty confident in what they can do. I really need this defense to just, gosh, dang it. Like, please don't make Larry Fitzgerald look like he's in his, you know, fifth season all over again. Like, can we not? Like, let's just make, let's let's just pull it together a little bit. You know the meme that goes around where the guy is poking with a stick and yeah. says do something? Yeah. I think that if our defense can answer that bell. Do, do, do something. Do something. If, that, they, if they could wake up when we poked them, that's then, a great then we metaphor. can win the game. That's, that's it. That's literally where my head's at. Is Layton's playing tonight, right? We think? We think Layton's playing tonight. So I feel very, very, very happy. I'm going to be howling. Happy. Oh, mm. are you? So many howls. Oh. oh. Um, that would be fantastic. I, the defense, to me, truly is going to be a, a major key. A major key alert uh, for tonight's game. I just think we've got it's not. It's never going to be a winning strategy to rely on your offense to just more than compensate for your deficiencies on the defensive side of the ball. You need to show up to AT&T Stadium tonight, and you need to do your job. The call out. Yep. And I say that with... Mike, drop. So much love. All the love in my heart. <laughs> and I also need Antoine Woods to score a tutty. Oh yeah, this is. Don't Great. forget, this Thanks. is an Antoine Woods stand account. This so. is an Antoine Woods stand account, and he is scoring tutties. And we got to figure out what that um, what that t- touchdown celebration is going to be. Oh, he's gonna. You, we'll never be able to guess it. It's just gonna come from within. I feel. I just can't wait for that. I don't think he knows, but I think it'll be perfect. I think he does know, but he's, he's gonna does. keep it on the DL he's until we see it. it. Yeah. It, the, he's always thinking that guy. He's going to happen. He's going. He's a beautiful man. To, yes. He is a beautiful man, and he's going to make Moose Johnson proud. Yeah. Johnston. Yeah. Well, the namesake of my puppy. The namesake of your puppy. Moose. You know that. Heck yeah. Yeah. Um. Well. Well, I have a couple of questions for you, Gregory. Oh. Yes. Um. Since it is Fan Monday. Mm-hmm. How did you become a fan of the Dallas Cowboys? You're all the way up there in Pennsylvania. Oh yeah. Tell people where you're at. What's your story? Where you're from? So. Tell us about the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> and how, and, oh my god! And he, Everything. Make sure you talk about the Jay Keller story. Uh, yeah, there's, if, a, there's a lot to unpack. I need some time to talk a little bit of crap on the Eagles at the end as well. Absolutely. I just need a little bit yep. to talk about Carson. Go yeah, for it. Um, but how did I become a fan? You know, most of what I get in Pennsylvania is people telling me that I am a front runner, that I'm a bandwagon fan because I started liking them in the '90s when they were winning Super Bowls. And then in the same breath, they'll tell you that the Cowboys are terrible and they haven't done anything in 25 years. And it's like, so which is it? Am I a front runner or do I like a team that sucks? You, you kind of have to pick a lane. Yep. But that's, that's all Eagles fans in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, my cousin, turns out he was a front runner. And he only liked the Cowboys when they were winning. But he was my idol. He was that big cousin you look up to. And so I liked what he liked. I didn't know what football was. I was four years old. Started watching the Cowboys. By the time I was eight, they won three out of four years. You know, eight to 11. So that's how I became a fan. I stayed a fan because I'm loyal to a fault. Uh, they have done 
next to nothing <laughs> since I've been watching since my childhood. So would you say you're a lucky charm or a curse? I think hey, it they, depends got, on the day. They got three in his uh, yeah. in his time. Yeah, and I wasn't so young. Eight, eight to eleven, you know, I, I, I have memories of them. Why did you get rid of the shirt you were wearing during those games? That's what you should be wearing right now. Bring it back. I have thoroughly outgrown it. <laughs> Figure it out. My, it will, figure no. it out, Greg. My It'll wife on wears my, leg. my Aikman jersey. Really? My childhood, my third grade my jersey. Life. My wife. She <laughs> still wears that on game day. Yes. So Shout out, Des. She fits my third grade jersey. Your wife's perfect. Yeah. Keep playing. Yeah. She's another beautiful human being. What was another question? Um, the other question. Oh, as a story. So. Yeah, you have to. Uh, in the early earlier days of GTB, oh. we uh, told you of the tale of how uh, we're obsessed with Jay Color. And his chickens were getting murdered. Murdered. Senseless. It was awful. Senseless acts of violence. If you like true crime like we do, that was, it was true crime. And so it was also in the middle of quarantine, which means that none of us had anything to do, which is why we watched Jay Culler's chickens get murdered and had to solve the mystery. And so basically, long story short, Jay was on this mission to save his chickens. And this company that he works with, who like, because he's a hunter, like this gun company was like, all right, if you... All you fans out there, one of you says, tells us what's killing Jay's chickens, and you guess it correctly. And we found out that it, we it, it, indeed what was happening, and I'll I won't spoil it. And uh, we'll give you a gun. And it turns out, Critty won the gun. Big facts. <laughs> Literally, we were you guys. I kid you not. As I'm sure you know, if you listen to the podcast, you knew we were obsessed with that. It was hysterical. And then when you texted me the screenshot of you winning the rifle, I was like, shut up. You're you're freaking lying. You are lying, and you're like, I'm not lying. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. And what happened there was one of my best friends, giant Cowboys fan, shouts out Ken Diltz, um, he texted me and was like, if you're not following Jay Cutler on Instagram, you need to do it. I also have chickens. I'm a city guy that moved out and got land and decided to fill it with chickens for some reason. Yep. And so I had just had my chickens get murdered by a raccoon. I, I had a raccoon. I was sitting, it's eerily similar. I was sitting up at night, <laughs> having a few and watching to see what would come. And I set up a camera and I caught a raccoon trying to get in. And so my buddy texted me and I'm like, oh, it's raccoons. That's what it is. It's raccoons. But you knew it was raccoons because they were popping the heads off of the they chickens. They were. They were popping off, unlike Michael Gallup. They were, <laughs> they were decapitating my, my little baby bird. What a strange bird. way to kill. Like, that, that's they leave the entire body behind. That's the only signature. thing missing is the head. What's what the F? So strange. You know what that reminds me of? David Sociopaths. Helman. That and David Hellman sucking brains at a crawfish. It's not the same thing. It's gross. It's the same <laughs> thing. I feel strongly that... Getting from decapitating people to David Hellman was a terrible segue. <laughs> I worry for you. She just finds a way to send digs in there. You get it? Yeah. Hey. Oh. Um, so I was very thrilled for you on that. Although um, you have not received the weaponry yet. I have not. So will is... you name it Red? Ooh. I will. It will be my red rifle. Yes. Wow. What a moment in time. Wow. An that, actual that moment in time. I can't wait goosebumps. for this... Uh, this rifle to come into your possession. Yes. It'll be the first gun I've ever owned. <laughs> and the, probably the only gun I'll ever owned. <laughs> Welcome to Texas, baby. But I will own it proudly. I'm really happy for you on that. Um, so this is going to be a little bit of a different game day for you because usually you'd be at home. What is your typical like game day ritual to make sure that we uh, don't suck? 
Well, it starts with the week before. Because if okay. we win... You got to put in the work. The jersey is laid out mm -hmm. all week waiting to go do back on. Do you wash it? I do not. Okay. okay. I do not wash the undershirt. It lays inside the jersey. Okay. And it must be walked around mm -hmm. and left where it is until the next game day. Okay. Sure. Um, that's one thing. The other thing is I don't sit. I stand directly in front of the television so that no one else can see it okay. about a foot away, and I stand there and yell at the TV the entire time. I thoroughly ruined football for my wife my because wife. I, I literally live and die as the Cowboys do. I, I understand. Yeah. My right. neighbors, um, so I have, I open up my patio door like regularly and my next door neighbors are Texans fans. And so I know when they're playing, like even if I like on Sundays, they obviously know when I'm playing because, or my team's playing because we both, you, we can hear each other like yelling through the wall or like, you know. Yes, I'm not quiet. Yeah, it's just one of those things. Like you guys, you gotta like make sure your team knows that you're there. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, make your presence felt. Make them know. Yes, I I can win games just by my jersey choice. Yeah. yeah. What are we rocking today? We are rocking Dak from now until he takes the field again. Oh. I, am, I am no longer alternating jerseys for game day, win or loss. It will be a white Dak jersey. From now until he suits up next year. I love Fours that. up, baby. Fours up. Do it for Dak. Great, great. I mean, honestly. Brilliant. He's my guy. Um, what other jerseys do you have, by the way? Got Coop. Okay. I got Jalen. Okay. I have a Thanksgiving Zeke. Oh, okay. nice. Which I love. Yeah. That's very near and dear to my heart. I have a Thanksgiving Marion the Barbarian. Oh, my God, yes. Which I still rock on game days where I think the game needs to be tough. I think they need to come out and hit people. Okay. I will wear the Barbarian jersey just for that reason. I like that. That's great. I have Roy Williams, the safety Roy Williams. <laughs> okay. I, I have one of those. There wasn't a lot of people to have. That. So That's let me true. just ask you this. If you have Roy, if you wear the Marion jersey like when you need us to be rough and tough, why don't you wear the Roy Williams jersey when you need us to be better secondary Ooh, that's no shade love roy williams but because he wasn't good at covering people so <laughs> if i if i needed to like wear the roy williams jersey for our secondary <laughs> it would like you're like it might make it worse yeah i mean if you remember yeah. the monday night uh, so, so washington was... football team yep. game where we were up 13 nothing bill parcells was the coach mm -hmm. they came on al michael said he has never lost when leading by 13 or more in the fourth quarter I never and say santana that. moss burned roy williams on back-to-back -back possessions they won 14 13. bro i haven't heard that name in a hot minute yeah he saved all his best games for the cowboys he was one of those yeah i love those guys santana moss played out of his mind every time they played listen i went to the university of kansas so i relate to that comment more than you know i only went for a year but when i was there i did realize this that we made it on TV a lot on SportsCenter in all the wrong ways. We were the highlight reel for other teams. And that was just what it was. So I unfortunately like to collect teams that do such things. Mm -hmm. Anyways, maybe it's me. Oh my God, maybe it's me. Get oh out. my gosh. Get out. Get out. <laughs> I will be taking over. This is now Girls Talk Boys with Critty. <laughs> Girl Talks Boy. Critty's Talk Boys. Um, so tell us what it's like living in Eagles land as a Cowboys fan, how do you survive? And have you ever had eggs thrown at you? And I have not okay. been egged. That's good. How do I, it's very interesting because when I wear Cowboys gear up there, which I do regularly, I have people stop and look at me. I have people that are noticeably angry and getting off the plane down here, I was able to be like, oh, there's, 
other people wear cowboy One stuff here. One of us. One of us. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very, very uh, different. Um, Eagles fans are fun slash not fun to banter with because yeah. their recency bias is so real. They, they want to talk about the 2017 Super Bowl. They want to talk about how they have one now and how we haven't had one in 25 years. It sucks. But at the same time, like, you know, we have five, though. Like, you, 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 you did take all this time to get one, and you do still have one, and it, you won it with your backup quarterback. He, I, I, Nick Foles won it for you. Like, you yeah. did, you can't, Carson, sit down. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I cannot tell you. He did a lot on Sunday. He sat down quite a bit he if did. you watched the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was on his butt quite a bit. Yeah, he's good at that. Um, I am still sad over the fact that, like, I can't do the Eagles ring jokes anymore. Like, here's the only ring that the, you know, the Eagles have, and it's like a bunch of ring pops. And mm-hmm. I'm like, or like, always date an Eagles fan because she knows she ain't looking for a ring. Like, I'm mad that I can't use that anymore. The best one of those that I ever saw was a girl dressed as a Super Bowl trophy uh-huh. for Halloween. And she was staying next to a, uh, she was literally dressed as the Lombardi, right? Like, with the football on her head. And next to her at the party was a guy in an Eagles jersey, and somebody caught that moment and said, she's never going home with him. <laughs> and that was my favorite, um, and I'm very sad that it doesn't exist anymore. Oh, man, that's good. I have to say, I am not going to give it away yet, but my Halloween costume this year might be pretty good. Like, it's, it, I'm very excited about it. If there's not a football on your head, I don't want it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, don't give it. Just to kidding. Me. No guarantees. Um. So, Cardi, let let's hear you go off on the Eagles for us uh, to send us out. Okay. So there's a couple things. One, the 2017 season. Trash. I just need everyone in Philadelphia to hear. Carson Wentz did not win the MVP. That was not his MVP season. He wasn't going to win the MVP as a lock. Maybe he would have. Maybe he wouldn't have. There was only, what, two and a half games left after he injured himself? That's a pretty good body of work. If they were going to vote him as MVP, they probably still could have. So if we could stop saying during his MVP season he wasn't even the best quarterback on his team. Wow. Evidenced by the fact that they won without him. They did that without him. These are facts. You can't be the most valuable player in the league if you're not the most valuable player on your team. I don't see the lie. Second of all, garbage time stats. Can we talk (laughs) about it? I saw a lot of people expressing... Look what Carson did in bringing them back in that game. They almost beat the Ravens, and look, he had nothing around him, and look what he was able to do. But if the Cowboys are down big and Dak brings them back, those are garbage time stats. But if Carson brings them back, he's willing his team to win. The T is piping garbage time. I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing how that is a – how the comparison is not the same. Garbage time is kind of garbage in general, but that's a story for a different time. I think what it really is is the fact that Dak does it every week when it has made a career out of bringing his team back, and that was probably the first time people have seen Carson play well in the clutch. Oh! And so they were, you know, wow, this is new. Oh, Lord! I, I might have burnt my lip on that tea. <laughs> um, okay, what else you got? I'm, a, I'm intrigued. You have my attention. <laughs> Just say this, Dash. It's fine. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Cowboys forever, Eagles for absolutely never. That's, that's correct. That's that's all. It's literally everything you need to know. Guys, as you can probably tell, we are not fans of the foul on this podcast. And that does not end tonight. So, Cardinals. Birds aren't real. We are Birds going aren't real. to eat you. Make some little cardinal poppers. Is that a thing? Do we eat cardinals? Is that a thing? You would know this. You no. 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 Mm-hmm. Why would you mm-hmm. eat a cardinal? Why would you eat any other bird? 
Oh, I well, mean, chickens I are fat and delicious. Obviously, they have more meat on them. Like literally, quails. How how big are they? Like the quails are about the size of a chicken thigh. Exactly. So, so like how? Processed. Tell me how you can eat a quail and you can't eat a, a eat a cardinal. Because a cardinal would probably <laughs> have the small. amount of meat as like a Hershey Kiss, maybe. When oh. you <laughs> Great, Greg's like, I'll figure this out for you. <laughs> we put this in turn. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? Listen, I'm, I'm, I may be a domestic goddess, but I'm obviously not a, a, hun- a huntsman. The modern huntsman or whatever, Jay Cutler. Oh my God, Jay, don't listen to this. I will learn up. I promise. Before we get married, <laughs> I will figure it out. Yeah, that's a wrap. <laughs> Um, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. It was fun. We will be back on Friday with another episode. Coming in hot. Hopefully. Hopefully happy. Hopefully a happy one. Greg, thanks for coming to hang out with us. Tell people where they can find you. Uh, at Critty. Don't send your address. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, well, my address is. C-R-I-T-T-E-Y 22. Two, two at the end. Come hang out with him. Yell into the abyss. I assume that was for. I need three more followers to hit 100, guys. (laughs) It's literally all we need. Let's go. Uh, (laughs) Let's get him to 100. New campaign. But um, make sure you subscribe to the Blog of the Boys podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, whether it's Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. Rate, review, subscribe. All those five stars, y'all. It really does mean the world to us. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Kelsey underscore Charles and Meg. At Meg Murray with four R's. Uh, Greg, do you want to help Megan do the honors this week as we sign out of our most infamous show? Oh, real quick. Brianni. Or Brian. 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 Nice to meet you this past weekend. Thanks for listening. Um, <clears throat> shouts out. Shouts out. Uh, so, as we go into this Monday Night Football game, we have some really important words for you to hang on to and remember. Dallas, Dallas forever, Philly, Philly, and Arizona for never. <laughs> Bye, guys. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. Poorly. Hey, for- you were still there. to do's less time and an infinite number of tools to keep track of sometimes doing business has never felt harder but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals you can just use hubspot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier imagine this high quality leads fast closing deals wildly happy customers and more benchmark breaking quarters it's not a miracle it's hubspot visit hubspot.com to get started today